Welcome back, everybody. And if it's the first time, hello. What's up? What do we do over here, Noah? Yeah, you know we don't we don't do much, but we you know we do a little research. We do, we, we do enough. Yeah, just enough. We do enough for for the right amount of people. But we talk about sports. We don't yell at each other. We just have a a nice casual conversation about it. Break it down. Um, and that's pretty much it. We give it to you straight. At least we think we do. Yeah, I think we do. Um, you know, we usually obviously have. Um, we try to keep it contemporary. I'm not sure when people would be listening, but today is the eighth, I think. Yeah, we try to recreate. Uh, or re- we try to recap a lot the last couple days as best we can. Yeah, and, and I think there's been some interesting events, so to speak. Super Bowl week, baby. Yeah, um, and in general, it's supposed to be just nice weather, which is. Nice change of pace, but Super Bowl week, uh, Bengals Rams. A lot of people heading over to Vegas. Is that it, it's not in Vegas? It's in L.A. I'm pretty sure it's right? in L.A. Vegas yeah. was the uh, Pro Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people over in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, uh, so we got the. We'll talk about the Pro Bowl. Uh, we'll talk about. I guess you know maybe we'll talk about the Super Bowl more at the end of the week. Mm. But you know we'll talk a little bit about the big game. Um, some basketball news around the trade deadline, a couple MLB headlines for once, which is nice. Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we're going to be a little all over the place, but, but bear with us. We got some, some good, some good nuggets in yeah, here. I think so. Should be a short one ish. Yeah. But, but why don't we start or where, where do you think we want to start? No, lay it on me. I don't know. I was going to say CJ McCollum to New Orleans. All Quick right. Thoughts. So starting, starting with some, some NBA news. Yeah. So I guess. In general, I mean, this is always one of my favorite parts of the the season when it's trade deadline time. When is the actual trade deadline? On it, I think it. I want to say it's it, the twelfth or the eleventh. Might be Friday, be Friday or yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I feel so like it's, it's always on a Friday. Yeah, so it should be the end of this week, and obviously things are, are heating up now in that regard. Um, well, the Blazers last week traded a lot of people. They traded like Norman Powell. Um, I want to say like Gary Trent Jr. Just a, a bunch of like their solid rotational guys. I mean, in general, what's their record? Are they like that bad? Or is it just clear there's there's no uh, you know, real success in sight? Yeah, I think it's one of those things where they've been spending a lot of money over the past few years, and I mean they're not gonna they're not gonna win with the way the team is constructed. It's I used to be a big Blazers fan back in the day when it was Brandon Roy LA. and Mark Aldridge. Aldridge, then they got Dame and Aldridge, and then yeah, so they're at eleventh right now um, in the West, which like isn't bad per se. What's their but record? Twenty one and thirty three. You know what I actually, on a quick aside, what I saw today that made me happy? So the Celtics are playing the Nets tonight. We have the same record as the Nets, essentially. Yep, same record as the we Nets. Might not have, I think we have one more win. We have one more win, but they're, they're ahead of us on uh, win percentage or whatever. But if we don't win tonight against them, we... They got nobody playing. Yeah, they got nobody playing. But the Celtics have been playing great, which, which we'll come back to. But I guess in terms of just uh, the trade in general, yeah, it seems like the, the Blazers are ready to blow it up. Um, Obviously, all signs point to Dame now, who's essentially like the the lone captain on a sinking ship, which, as you should know, uh, they're supposed to sink with the ship. And there's honor in that. There is honor in that. Um, That being said, the question is, will Dame run from the grind? I think uh, that the, the team will probably respect whatever it is that he wants to do. So I don't expect the Blazers to move Dame without his consent. Um... You know, there is something to be said about loyalty. Totally. I understand. But, you know, I, I think Dame wants to be playing meaningful basketball again. He's getting up there in age. Yeah, I mean, he came into the league old-ish, right? At, I mean, 2012, he was a senior in college. So he played ten, all four years, really. Yeah. So he's he's got to be like 32 right now or something like that. If not a little bit older. If not a little bit older, yeah. 
So the window's closing. I mean, he a hasn't. Bit. He certainly hasn't lost a step by any means. No, no, he's still. I mean, when he, when Dame's on, I think he's arguably you know no worse than the second or third best point guard in the league. Um, maybe if just maybe they'll be able to do a. When I say they, I mean uh, the Lakers. LeBron, really. Maybe LeBron can pull off a, a, West, a Westbrook. Yeah, maybe the GM can pull off a Westbrook swap. Um, but. I don't know. I mean, it's it's like I said. It's always trade deadlines. Always interesting. There's a lot of good moves over the weekend um, as well. You got to feel for Russell Westbrook. Not only is he uh, at the center of all these trade talks for the Lakers, but dude, I don't know if you saw this the other night. He's getting like coerced by the crowd to not shoot. Well, they're like booing him whenever he's about to take a shot. You know, it, it's it's bad. Um, I think he might be in his own head to an extent. Obviously, he's not playing well and needs to play better. He's getting he got benched. Uh, in overtime, I like, didn't touch the court. It's, I saw this clip uh, the other day, and it was like a what's the, the word? Maybe like a collection. It was like a of like eight different clips of Westbrook, but they were all kind of put together on one video. Uh, and it's all like the same left side mid-range jumper, and it clanks off the backboard like <laughs> nowhere near the rim it's the same shot every time and it's like he's got the yips it's like russ maybe that's not your shot i think he to an extent he has what markel faults had a little bit he you know he he's an la guy and he wanted he wanted to do right by his city but i think he's i think he's 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 having some troubles not everybody could play with the king not everybody could play with the king it's true um but i guess in, in other um, news as well, right? So closing that that chapter on freeing Dame, um, I honestly can see a scenario where he doesn't get moved uh, this week. You know, the Blazers are probably gonna if, if he gets moved, it's gonna be in the final hour. I think the Blazers are gonna drive a hard bargain. Uh, you know, kind of as they should um, to an extent. Uh, maybe, maybe just maybe uh, the the boys in green will pull something off for that. That would be amazing, huh? Didn't uh, somebody went on TV a couple months ago said Dame Lillard would fix all our problems? I think he would. Yeah, but now it's tough. It's like they're playing better. No, so you it, can't. It's like now the hesit- now there's hesitation around trading same, any at, of the main guys. At the same time, it drives those guys' price up. Um, but in other uh, trade news, so Karis LeVert was a uh, was sent to the Cavs uh, in exchange for Ricky Rubio and some picks. I great think move. Can, great moves on the Cavs. Karis LeVert's a, a bucket for sure. Um, I think it's really just really lining up well for LeBron's inevitable return. Once they get Bronny. Once they get Bronny. Um, in other news, this one's a little bit more recent. The Kings and the Pacers did a swap. This one um, seems like kind of highway robbery to me. It's funny you're calling them swaps. Swaps? Yeah, I feel like... Trades. Know, trades, swaps. Yeah. I feel like that's new. People calling trades swaps. Yeah, you know, you move... Well, especially when it's so clean, you know? Yeah, it's, it's three, like a one three for players, one, two for, yeah. for two. Yeah, so um, Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Justin Holiday are uh, going to be sent to, to Sacramento, which... That's a gross team. Um, not really sure why they traded Halliburton, but they moved Halliburton, Heald, and Tristan Thompson. Um, I don't have much to say. Tristan Thompson was on the Kings? Shows how much I fucking know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He, was, he was in Sacramento. Now, I mean, what's poor guy's got to be in Indiana. Nothing wrong against Indiana, but, you know, that's not his up to his speed, but maybe that's what a guy like him needs. He needs, he you know, he... He's had his troubles with the with the marital uh, issues, yeah. and he I think he I think he's got to be in Indiana. Yeah, take think, a take a seat on the sidelines from from the big the big cities. I think the good folk at Indiana are going to set him right over there. But um, it seems like the Kings are looking to blow it up, and the Pacers were also like, we don't really know what we're doing here either. So maybe they'll just benefit each other. Maybe the change of scenery yeah. will, will do well. For, <laughs> will, will do well for for both sides. 
Um, I it, think the Pacers won that one. But are they gonna are they gonna move De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think. I think so. I think, uh, well, although Fox hasn't played for a while, so this idea like that he's the, the reason for their woes is kind of laughable to me. But Fox is also somebody I would take if I'd I were take the Celtics. I'd take Fox in a minute. That'd be um, great. But it seems like Fox and Bagley's time is running low over there. Um, kind of funny. Dude, you, they had a good young core. Yeah. They're kind of fumbling it in, in King's fashion. Yeah, I don't I don't know what, what's going on over there. Kind of laughable a little bit about that. They were solid last year. Yeah, good enough. I mean, maybe they'll send maybe they'll grab Julius Randle and he can be the guy over there. But the twenty eighteen NBA draft um had a lot of guys who you you would think would be good, and I think in the light are starting to look a little bit better. But Marvin Bagley at number two, you know, he he's gonna need to go to a, a different place to uh really see if he, he deserves that. Yeah. Um, and then I guess that's most of the trades, at least that are relevant enough to talk about for now. But since we're on the topic of the NBA and we, we were just talking a little bit about uh, the 2018 draft, I want to talk about uh, Jalen Brown's dunk over Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba was like the sixth or I literally just had this up like sixth or seventh pick in the 2018 draft. Vicious, vicious dunk. I, it looked to me like he had his eyes closed. Ended his career. Uh, effectively. That was one of those dunks where like um – Jalen Brown got to the apex of his jump, and then he somehow got higher. Yeah, it was one of those, yeah. He, like, hung up there while mm. Obama was going down. He just yammed it look on his face. Look at it. It looks like his, his eyes were closed. It didn't even look like he was looking at the, the rim when he dunked that. Raw instinct. Yeah, and then his, his celebration was raw as well. He just he just stood there. He's great stone about faced. that. Stone-faced. Yeah. He, he does a good stone face. No, you don't need to be flashy with everything, you know? He maybe put, took, took one out of LeBron's book. Yeah, every now and then maybe you let out a roar. Although LeBron lets out more of those roars for, for nice plays and passes. He goes, ah! Yeah. <laughs> LeBron, a... LeBron also he typically saves his celebrations for for game breaks. Yeah, no, yeah. Like he'll he'll force you to take a timeout and then he'll do the whole. Uh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. The, the stomp. Sometimes at the opposing team's bench. Yep. Which yep. is nice because it it really involves the people who don't get in the game usually, but it's nice to be acknowledged. You know. Yeah. You know, if only LeBron was a was a trash talker. He's too much. He's too nice of a guy. For, for all we know, maybe he he sneaky mixes a couple in every now and like then. Like Tim Duncan. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, but it would be nice if uh, that's part of MJ's narrative. Oh, is that, that he, he would he would just legendary destroy you with his words? Yeah, he's not just destroying you on the court; he's he's really messing you up mentally. Yeah. you know. <laughs> um, but in general, you know, the Celtics are are back. In my opinion, um, I, I know we're, we're we're not naysayers by any means, but I'm a naysayer. Well, okay, one of us is a naysayer. I tend to be a little bit more optimistic, I guess. But um, Rob Williams, I think, is really that third guy. He's a beast. They're really hitting their stride. They're the best defense in the league. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to draw conclusions, but they've been playing better since I delivered his groceries. <sighs> That's actually unequivocal. That's you know when they say uh, correl- causation doesn't always imply correlation. I think that rule's wrong. In this in regard, this case, yep, that, that's correlation. Ever since you brought him that kosher chicken, the, the, it was the Jew, a Jew delivered his kosher is, chicken, is, and that was the the, the good the, sign. The, is that the the magic sauce? That was the omen. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Well, I appreciate that. I just want to, on behalf of Celtics fans, I want to thank you. Yeah, you're for welcome. Your service, because um, the East is closed. It's not like we're far behind or anything like that. Same I mean, record as the Nets. I'll take that all day. No, I'll take that all day. I mean, granted, they're crippled. Uh, they're playing like nobody tonight. I'm they're actually gonna to, watch that they're game. About to trade Harden. Maybe. They said he's not going anywhere. I believe that. I believe they're not going anywhere. But um, I think at the same time, it's one of those things where it very well could. Um, I think maybe this posturing between the Nets and the Sixers is each side's attempt to drive the price up. So here's my thing. 
talking about the Celtics, like they are playing better. Mm-hmm. But let's say they get to a scenario where they're maybe like fifth, sixth seed. Let's call it they're the end of a sixth seed, right? And then they play like the Cavs. Or maybe a Bulls team. Mm. If we lost in the first round to the Cavs or the Bulls, I don't know if I could really recover from that as a fan. That'd be that'd be like really demoralizing. The Bulls don't seem to me like frauds. Uh, that being said, I think Tatum plus Brown plus Williams is better to me than uh, Levine plus DeRozan plus Lonzo. Um, I think we're a tough matchup for anybody. A first-round exit would be crippling, though. I, agree. I mean, it was fine last year when they lost to the Nets. They didn't mm-hmm. have Jalen. Yep. The Nets were a beat. And we almost beat them. We almost beat them. Dude, it was like four games. But, you know, we kept the, game, we kept the games <laughs> Five close. Games. We, kept, we kept the games close. Um, it is that time of year, though, post-trade deadline, where the playoffs, I mean, there's going to start to be some There's only like 26 games left. There's going to be some, some – I mean, you know what's funny, too? I think of the – the Nets have a realistic I – didn't, I didn't write this down. This is off the dome. But the Nets have a realistic uh, – Chance, I don't, I don't think they will, but they have a realistic chance of missing the playoffs now that they lost eight straight. Of the, the Nets have lost eight straight? The Nets have lost eight straight games, yeah. Wow. And uh, Kyrie's not playing right now. KD is not playing right now. Harden's out. Joe Harris is out. A lot of their guys Claxton are out. Claxton is out. Patty Mills is playing, though. Yep. He's yep, a bucket. Yep. Um, but, but along those same lines, I think of their remaining 26 games or whatever it is, Kyrie's only eligible to play in like 10 of those Damn. And so things are actually looking bleak for the Nets. I mean, I'm sure they'll turn it around and at least make the play-in. I don't see a scenario where they miss the play-in, but it's looking um, not like what everybody predicted when those guys would, would get together. I mean, the only team in the East that I really wouldn't want to play in the first round is, like, the Bucks. I agree. They'd, Every, fi- they'd mess us up. Everybody else is food. Everybody else Everyone else, is, that's a series yeah. I, I, would, I would feel comfortable with. Um, and speaking about, uh, you know, just – People who, who are out, apparently Bradley Beal, this is, I don't have much to say about this. I don't even really know how, how the Wizards are necessarily. Um, I know they're a new look Wizards team. I know they weren't so happy with the performance. They came out hot out the gate. Yeah, so they're in 11th right now, uh, which you know, feels nice that we're not all the way down there. I'll, I'll settle we at We're eighth. at one point. Yeah, but Bradley Beal, I guess, having a season-ending uh, surgery on his left wrist. And that happened. You know, the, the Wizards are great at mysterious injuries. Yeah, it really begs the question. The team's cursed or yeah, something. What's going on over there? I think that's um, – I, I don't know what his contract situation's like, but I, for some reason the, the, the juices are telling me that there's going to be a great reshuffling in the NBA. A lot of uh, great players who've been on certain teams for a long time, Dame, uh, Beal, I think they're going to just go elsewhere. You know, I think the league's going to look a lot different when I make my return to 2K. Well, dude, you were saying that earlier. It's like since since we haven't been playing 2K, we don't know. We don't one. We don't know who's good yeah. of the young players. Nope. And two, we just don't can't keep track well, of all, I mean, the, all I these mean, moves. Real fans like me employ the eye test. So I, I you know, I, I kind of have my buttons around there. But the amount of hours we poured into the NBA or uh, 2K, we knew ratings we inside really, and out. Yeah, you really knew. You know, you really, well, really knew. Well, so we, I've been trying out the new the new 2K on the, on this PS5. I think Devin's out there playing right now. He's, he's addicted. Well, I always heard great things about it. People said it's it had good. the best gameplay. It's, it's nice when players make open shots. Yeah. It feels damn good. You know, and I don't I don't hate the new shot meter either. Mm. They did a lot of things right, and I hope that momentum, because no way, I mean, knowing 2K maybe, but no way that backslides for the next one. Hopefully no, it, it just it, adds some cooler things. It flows well. Tatum's an animal. As he should be. Um, but a, one thing that, that 2K always seems to fuck up is, like, players never feel fast enough. Yeah, the pacing is an I issue. hate when they run slow. It drives yeah. me nuts. Because if you watch just basketball, and you don't even actually need to watch, like, NBA basketball for this. Obviously, they're the best in the world. But if you go to your local gym and you watch, like, 
average Joes. They get up the court relatively or not quick. Even that. It's like the first step. Yeah. These players should have, like, Damian Lillard, Kemba Walker. Okay, not that's a bad example. Kemba Walker, really. Damian Lillard, even LeBron's first step. They should be zooming, at yeah. least getting some kind of or, breakaway. Or even something I noticed, too, is, like, uh, getting a, a fast break started in 2K is like, kind of slow to an extent. But if you watch the games in real life, like, the pace of NBA games are quick. If somebody misses a shot and there's enough runners down the court, that ball gets to the Flies rim in, like, two passes. Like, why can't that happen in 2K? Totally. You try to throw a cross-court pass, that thing's going in the – I mean, at least from my experience at 2K, maybe it's different now. But you try to throw a cross-court pass, things going in the stands. Who the hell's building that game over there? They got to get me in the room before I build a competitor. <laughs> um, there used to be a competitor at 2K. I'd be alive. It was terrible. No, there was another one. Maybe I'm thinking of, like, FIFA's competitor. Uh, well, the PES or something like Yeah, that? PES. PES. Um, um, do you have anything else? Or? A few things, yeah. I, I got well, it. actually, I have a question. Did Tatum's an all-star, right? He's actually starting now because KD's not I was going to guess. Yeah. I was going to ask if he was a starting. Yeah, um, shout out to Jaylen, I assume, did not make Jaylen it because didn't of injuries. Make, yeah, Jalen didn't make the cut, um, unfortunate. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just a... Um, it's just a title, right? You know, it's nice to be recognized. Obviously, it goes yep. on the accolades and resumes. But we all know Jalen's a, a res, uh, an all star at heart, all NBA guy, in my opinion. I mean, frankly, I think he's just as good as Tatum. Um, so I've yeah. always hated that narrative. Yeah. Um, but I guess just to, to wrap up uh, ba- in basketball, uh, what's up with this? I don't know if you've seen it, but have you seen the past few games of, uh, or even just clips of Harden? I know it's it's tough to take clips out of context. It could very well be anecdotal. But the guys out there, and I mean, I saw like 50 clips in a row. Some Nets fan just had a thread of these. But he's making, you remember his uh, few his last few uh, months in Houston when he just, like, didn't want to be there kind of clearly? When he was fat. Yeah, he's doing that stuff again here in Brooklyn. He's not playing defense. He's not hustling. He's not, like, filling lanes. Like, you ever play basketball and, like, somebody drives by you and you just swipe at the ball and they get by you and you're like, oh, it's like he's doing stuff like that. Like, the guy just, I think when he decides he doesn't want to be somewhere, it is incredibly visibly noticeable. He's not a winner. He's not cut out for it. I honestly, yeah, I don't think he's the kind of guy who's putting it all on the line. Not to say he's not an amazing talent, first ballot Hall of Famer, but I think he he's not getting what he wanted out of that deal. It doesn't help. The, the Kyrie situation doesn't help. Nope. Um, the constant trade rumors don't help. Nope. Um, Probably thinks he's smarter than Steve Nash. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If they had made the finals last year, that would have helped. Yep, yep. Um, Safe to say the experiment's coming to an end. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how things pan out. But um, one thing I did see today, Jimmy Butler wants to be able to fight. Jimmy, Jimmy is upset with the, with the NBA that, that they, don't, they don't let guys fight. The rule should be no face shots. Everything else should be okay. At least let them tussle a little yeah. bit. Well, you know, I think, if, if anything, the malice in the palace kind of robbed us of, uh, of good fights. If that never happened, then maybe the NBA would have went the NHL route, let people tussle a little bit for the entertainment's sake. But now, you know, you got an image to protect. Boy, the NBA used to be one filthy game. You know, it's probably for the best that, you know, uh, there's not just a brawl that breaks out during these games. They, um, were, they were just some guys in, in booty shorts, you know, letting, letting swings fly. They were, they, were rough, they were rough and rowdy. But I think uh, with the way that the game is going, you got the Nate Robinsons of the world getting in the ring. Nothing's stopping them from getting in the ring during the offseason, except probably their contract probably prevents them from participating. Endorsements, in that sort of, potentially. Yeah, but, you know, Jimmy. If my advice to you is uh, hold on to those grudges. 
you ever you remember that guy? Uh, let it fuel you. There was there was an argument on Twitter a while back where two guys were arguing over Kobe, and one guy got in his car and like literally drove to the other guy. They were both in California. It was like to Muscula. I think he drove over there. Hold that same rage. It's similar to when Matt Barnes drove to Derek Fisher's place. You familiar with that? <laughs> no. So um, basically, Derek Matt Barnes's ex started dating Derek Fisher. And so Matt Barnes, this was years ago, Matt Barnes got in his car and drove like hours through L.A. traffic to go. Uh, like he jumped the fence um, to fight Derek Fisher. So, Jimmy, hold that same anger and animosity. And when retirement comes, because hate to say it to you, buddy, it's coming soon. You know, f- six, seven, eight years from now, maybe ten years from now, you're not going to be playing NBA basketball anymore. But you can hop in that ring and well, fight people. I remember when Jimmy was uh, just a defensive specialist on the Bulls with with Rose. He's come along. Oh, now his label is just like a, a winner, right? I guess. Yeah, 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 that's a good narrative yeah. to have. Yeah. Um, he's just like a guy who, who wins yeah, and, and, and makes clutch shots. Yeah, yeah every guy, everybody wants him on his team. I wish Jimmy Butler was a Celtic. I'll That'd take that great. much. He almost um, was. Yeah, and I guess in, in final basketball news, unless you have anything more, I mean, we really should have started with this because this is, to me, some of the most amazing stuff I've seen, but Iowa's sophomore, Caitlin Clark, fire hose. It's like a like Pete Maravich almost, the way she's running down the court and firing from deep. Um, like a couple 40-point games this season, back-to-back 30-point triple doubles, had like 18 assists the other game. She's lighting it up. Lighting it up. I think, you know, if you're not watching Iowa State women's basketball, you better tune in. I wasn't. Maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a real real time contest for. Do they? If, maybe if they're on national TV. But if not, we'll have to do the March Madness is coming up. Oh, totally. Surely, surely they'll make. Oh yeah, they're ranked like twenty first. Yeah. Um, but that's like that girl uh, who we talked about a couple months back who made like nineteen threes. No, I think women's the the women's uh, game is in a great spot. Honestly, uh, it's like actually. It's always been fun to watch for me as a basketball fan. If you're a basketball fan who doesn't really – like, you're not really – in my opinion, this might be a hot take. You're not a true fan of the game or can you can't appreciate the nuances of the game if you're like, oh, I'm not going to ever watch women's basketball. Like, I understand it. Obviously, everybody has their own cup of tea, but to an extent, it's like a good game. You know, it's, they, arguably it's arguably better, better. basketball. Yeah, yeah. There's just no dunks and, and all that stuff. Yeah, and, you know, everybody knows I'm a diehard Connecticut Sun fan. No, that's a complete lie, but I'm trying to be. I've been saying this for a couple of years, and I'm, I'm inching – Towards uh, actually following them, so I'm gonna pick up the Vegas Aces. Really? Yeah. Uh, is it the name? Is it the team? Um, well, whenever I would play 2K and I would do the expansion team, oh. the Vegas Aces was always the first one I did. Oh wow! So you know, I might as well. You know, when I do 2K as well, I always expand um, Seattle and LA, and then I um, move Memphis to the east. Because if you think about it, Memphis shouldn't really. It be makes on the no west. sense. It's at very all. close to us, Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis is. A it, it it's, it's an east it's an eastern state yeah, yeah. city city yeah yeah, yeah. You know what I mean Tennessee yeah um, um, but anyway shall we move on to to another sport yeah yeah there's a lot of N- NBA love today well let's quickly talk because we only have one thing on the MLB yeah but I think it's kind of a big thing okay yeah so the MLB um, let me pull up and the, the lockout exact tweet. is is making progress oh no news on the lockout really no news damn but the MLB basically. They've stopped steroid testing for the first time in 20 years because um, the sports like formalized drug agreement expired along with the CBA. And when was that? For- when was that original agreement? You know, 20 years ago, oh, sure. 2002, mm. right at the tail end of the steroid era. Wow. Um, surely, with the I mean, what do I know? But with the lockout currently happening, it's probably going to be real tough to get the players to agree to another one of those uh, deals. No. Well, 
I think the players are generally for not steroids. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they maybe that's something they can agree on yeah. first as a, as a bridge. Yeah. Seriously. But show that they can compromise. No. Yes. Meet 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 somebody in the middle. Yeah. But you got to wonder: Are these guys just gonna take the opportunity, start start juicing it the hell up? Um, I'm sure a certain subset of people who are probably like you know opportunists. I can't imagine like a gigantic percentage of players will will take it upon themselves. That being said, during the pandemic, a lot of schools stopped drug testing, and a lot of athletes started doing drugs. So you know, I mean, I I know a couple guys. Yeah, and so I that, think that were never traditional users of a certain plant. Yeah, and now I mean that same sort of thing can go into the MLB. But I'm you know I've said it before. I'm all for. Uh, the steroids, as lo- as long as you know, um, the integrity remains to an extent. You know, because I think there's certain performance enhancers that aren't just straight up categorical steroids. You know. Yeah, here's my thing. I I was never a big fan of steroids. Like I kind of hate Barry Bonds, mm. but I think at the end of the day, taking steroids. Like, if I took steroids right now, I would not be able to hit 750 home runs in an MLB career. Mm-hmm. You still have to be very talented. You have to, because steroids, it just allows you to essentially, because people have this perception on steroids that if you take it, you're automatically stronger. It just allows you to recover faster and therefore work out more. Mm -hmm. So, like, you still have to put in the work and be really good at your sport. But, you know, at the end of the day, steroids, it is is, is a performance-enhancing drug. Yep. Yeah, it is. Definition. Um, At the very least, they need to recognize the steroid era as a piece of their past. It happened. Yeah, let those guys in the Hall of Fame. Um, Um, but But that's all we have for the MLB, huh? Yeah, another another short day in the MLB. At least we had something. No, you seriously, yeah. yeah. So, um, well, you know, it's funny actually. Some uh, a, a good friend of mine, um, shout out A Town. Um, we were talking the other day, and we don't have any news on it today. But he was saying we got to talk a little pro wrestling. Okay. Yeah. An All interesting right. angle. I didn't know this was like something with the audience. Pro wants wrestling, to hear. as in WWE or uh, the AEW. I think it's okay. Called. Which you know, now. American Entertainment. Yeah, let's see. American Wrestling Entertainment? AEW stands for... Let's see. Let's see. We should know this. We're American Enterprise Wrestling? N- nope. You'll never guess it. You'll never guess it. I don't know. All Elite Wrestling. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's considered the second largest uh, promotion behind the WWE. And but is oh, this a real wrestling league or a fake one? <laughs> well, I think that's, I mean, I'm literally reading about this right now as we speak, but um, it started in 2019. Um, but I imagine that it's semi scripted, similar to the WWE, right? I, mean, I used to be a big WWE fan. Maybe, back in maybe the day. you'll Dude, be. Did a you big... ever play the video games? Oh, man. SmackDown, Smackdown versus, versus Raw. Raw. Those, those, those go down with like NBA 2K11 in well, terms of best games. Well, you ever. know who makes those games? 2K. No shit. 2K. Really? Well, maybe not SmackDown versus Raw, but I think 2K owns the WWE franchise now. No shit. Yeah. I actually, me and Todd, like our freshman year, we rebought oh, like man. an old one. It was dumb fun. Dude, you can make the, your like the customizations great. Dude, I was, I was always Shawn Michaels. Yeah, really. Uh, those games were great. Um, well, you know, just Batista. A, oh, Batista. Um, Triple H. Triple H. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. I hated The Undertaker. Uh, yeah. I hated well, him. He's so scary. Yeah, he's so um, unlikable. But I think that what's interesting about pro wrestling in general, um, and, and it was one of those things where maybe like in my uh, 
preteens, like I would have considered maybe like elementary school, maybe I would have considered watching like Raw. I was always a Raw guy. I, never I was really, a Raw guy. Yeah, I wasn't really a SmackDown guy. Um, but I think what was interesting to me, but also kind of led me to not be super interested, was like the deep history in WWE. I never followed along enough to like know about all this stuff. But AEW being so new, maybe that's a good chance for me to get into the wrestling well, scene again. From a uh, pure business standpoint, WWE is very interesting mm. because, like you said, it's like kind of like a very thing that's very dependent on history and yeah. rivalries yeah. and like people coming from certain parts of the sport mm. or entertainment. Yeah. Um, but where I was going with that, they probably have crazy lifetime value on their fans. Oh my god! Yeah. Like if you're a WWE, I bet if you're a WWE fan. They probably have you for for life a very long time, 100%. which I guess is maybe similar for other sports. But the thing about WWE is it's scripted, so they can always make it interesting. <laughs> no, no, they, they have that to their advantage. I'm sure they like try to throw curveballs to an extent, but oh, I yeah. mean, shout out to the athletic freaks though in the WWE. I, I'll still never really get it. Like, I would love to do a deep dive on like how. They actually like script these fights and like yeah. how they don't like actually get fucked up. No, oh, yeah. I mean, I, what I want to know, you know, what one of my favorite things was maybe this. This is a glimpse into the, my psyche, I guess. But SmackDown versus Raw, one unbelievable amounts of violence, to be honest. Like, but regardless, because um, who? I mean, that's just video games in general. But the <laughs> you ever like get off of the. Uh, what do you call it? Like what the arena, the ring? You ever get out of the ring oh, and that go was like good under fun. the ring and you grab like a chair yeah, yeah. or a table? It's <laughs> like bashing people over the head, man. Or you I, pick up the steps. Yeah. And then there was like the cage matches. You go like to the lat. top of the cage, you jump off the cage. Great. You know, for a game in 2008, you could do anything. That's pure entertainment. You could go into the crowd. You could go up on the stage. It was great. Dude. I would I would mess up. And there I, were know, great storylines yeah. too. I just downloaded UFC four yesterday because PlayStation uh, Plus gives you all these free games all the time. That's dude, the, I gotta that's, stop paying for that. That's the game of the month, dude. I, I, I don't need like I mean my PlayStation is under that bed. Yeah. So I really gotta stop paying for no, that shit. Yeah, you gotta cut that off. Well, yeah. you know, apparently I also pay for EA play. But what I was gonna say is I would definitely play some VR WWE. Like I don't know how that would work. VR boxing, maybe. Yeah. But what you got? You got some more about the the AEW before we we move on? No, I think I think I'm gonna um, maybe some some research for next time. No, oh, yeah, we'll watch an event. Yeah, I think maybe I'll I'll watch their uh, their next episode on TBS. I believe they okay. do a like, weekly show. Maybe I'll watch that and I'll see what it's all about. I mean, the only reason I w- I have any affiliation as a kid to USA Network was Raw. Yeah. It was great. It was it was good fun. It was like late, kind of late ish at night. It was too. at nine, yeah. and it went to nine to eleven. I've always felt scandalous. Yeah, I had to like yeah, beg yeah. my mom to let me watch it on a Monday night, no less. But uh, but anyways, dude, you know, very briefly, um, you know what I love or I've been a big fan of lately, Morning Brew. Mm. I you know I subscribe to Morning Brew, Emerging Brew, Business. Oh, brew. you're a big brew guy. I'm a big brew guy. Yeah. No, they're great. I. Uh, because I obviously subscribe to the newsletter, which gives you like basic business news in mm. a day. They do a daily newsletter, but you know what I really do like is what their one of their founders does like a um, it's like a founders journal thing. Yeah, is it founders talk? Yeah, I think it's called founders yeah. journal actually. Oh, okay, but they yeah. post every day. It's just like a life lessons or business lessons. It's great. They got everything. Yeah, I on have there. the pod on on the thingy. It's like what like ten minutes, sometimes fifteen minutes, super quick. Yeah, quick bites. Which that's what we which wanted really to do. With this the, podcast, I was going to say it begs the question of how we got to where we're at now, doing forty. 50 no, I know we, we we co we just got so carried away. Well, if anything though, we you know we, we have the bites on the tickety talk. So no, nope, yeah, that helps. as long as long um, as they're around. But no, I like the emerging tech brew um, the most. Honestly, that's the one I look forward to because it's it's like cool stuff about like flying cars and electric batteries and it's it's super interesting. Well, you know, as proud. Um, 
sports slash business slash tech guys, Morning Brew is perfect. Yeah, it's a, I mean checks all the boxes. I've really become a newsletter guy. I think as, over are the great. past few months, um, and and I. You know, admittedly, probably need to clean up exactly how I digest and receive yeah. them. Um, just because so, I have several emails, I'm sure you have multiple too. A lot of people have different email accounts. It's funny. You're, you know, what emails associate with TechStars application? It's your fucking Hotmail. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's actually probably my most professional one. It's Samuel, you know, it's my for, first name, last name at Hotmail. But then again, who uses Hotmail? Nobody uses Hotmail. Yeah. I see Hotmail. I, th- I think it's like a porn email. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, that's my first thought. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But anyway, the same as live, you know? I don't even know what live is. Uh, you can have I have another email that's at live.com. What the hell? I was early so to emails. emails. I was early to emails. Yeah, you were, you were ahead I'm of the a, game. Yeah. You were a web 2 uh I was web 1 guy. Evan- evangelist. Web 1. Um but yeah, I like Morning Brew too because they come, they give it, they send that email with the little coffee cup. It's great. Mm-hmm. I always know it's them. Yep, yep. Um, I love the the use. Of, Notion does that well. The use of emojis. Yeah, on the thing. emojis it, are great. It adds a, you know, it's it's, it's like, like a, a language in a it's way. Like yeah. add, adds a, like a sense of comfort. Like yeah. these guys are cool. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's why I try to do it on our notifications. Yeah, I've noticed that. So when we, at first, we used to send the super menacing um, siren. Yeah, nobody yeah, wants yeah. a siren alert. Yeah. Like it's already a notification. You don't have to. You don't have to remind them that it's an alert. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, but moving on to football, um, so the most interesting thing of worth to me, or there's a lot of interesting things, but so Tom Brady obviously retired. That's news. Um, but along with that, some Tom Brady collectibles have been skyrocketing in value. So I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't. It's like the, the time for that. So a ticket from Tom Brady's first start, like a ticket stub, just sold for $175,000. A ticket stub. Ticket for, for his first start? His debut start in 2000. And then a ticket stub from the playoffs of that same year, his first season starting when they won the Super Bowl, sold for $1.4 million. Jeez, it's almost like uh, one of those cartoon apes, but more tangible. Is it even more tangible? It's either a piece of paper or a <laughs> unique thing or, or online. Or a JPEG. Uh, but yeah, so that's nuts. I don't have much else to say on that. But um, you know, Tom Brady. Have you been paying attention to any of, these, any of this Brady brand stuff? No, actually, not at all. I mean, the extent of which I, I look at the Brady. Well, obviously, there's um, TB12, and then there's is it what's his other one? Um, what is it? So what were we talking about? We we're talking about this Brady brand stuff. Well, I'm, well, he's I bring up because he's he has TB12, but he specifically has something called Brady brand, which is. It's just like high-end men's athletic apparel. Um, oh, oh, oh! I know that. That's like the the j- new jackets that he's. Yeah, making. the new jacket <laughs> and the pants and the shirts. Although you know, it's funny you bring up pants um, because if if any brands out there are listening, and surely they are, we these are guys who like having nice pants. Yet our longish legs make it difficult. To get nice pants. We're terribly dressed. No, we're terribly. And the yeah, girlfriends we, are noticing. We've been thrust into the, the adult world. Quicker. With quicker no, than with, our wardrobe could catch with up. With no money. No way to upgrade clothing. I'm here wearing beat-ass uh, party sneakers. Yeah. Things have been stepped on. Spilled beer on. I wore this into an office today. Dude, I just like, we just want... We just want to be if, there's any, if there's any brand out there that wants to help out... Some some young men, creator, entrepreneurs. I yeah. hate those words. But you know, we, we look good in a t-shirt and we look good in some nice pants. Yeah, we, it's, it's simple we, as that. Just someone just needs to throw it on us. 
Wait till, wait till they see us uh, with our summer bods. No. Oh. Now that we go to <laughs> well, the gym. Sh- I got to go to the gym. I was looking at my legs the other day. Nothing wrong you with them, but they've certainly lost some... Some luster. Some, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, continuing on this, Sean McVay, something came out that in, what is it, in 20... That was a while back. 2003, something I believe, like that. that Sean McVay was the Atlanta, Georgia, Georgia Player of the Year in high school yeah. football. Which... And he beat out... Calvin Johnson, Megatron. Um, it's inter- it's interesting because um, you know you see a lot of these coaches or OCs or you know just people involved in these organizations, and you do kind of wonder what is their involvement with football? Like how deep did they make it into their career? So obviously some were former pros, most weren't. But um, what he must have been going off, or you know more likely than not, you know maybe he he just got more shine. Necessarily, maybe maybe Calvin Johnson wasn't getting that much shine, but what's going Dude, on here? Sean McVay's like five ten. Yeah, I mean he must have been a you know he must have been a speed demon or arm of a arm of an animal. Did he was he play quarterback? Couldn't tell you, but I assume no. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. That's that's quite the feat. Yeah, you know, I'd love to. I mean, they probably played against each other. Maybe. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm Sean I mean, I McVay. I guess George is a big state. Yeah, so he, he went to Marist High School in Brookhaven, Georgia. I've heard of that before. A lot of good football comes out of that high school. Oh, shit. Um, let's see. So, yep, 2004, he was a four-star starter, or sorry, four-year starter, geez, which is, you know, always impressive. First player in school history to amass 1,000 yards rushing and passing consecutive seasons. Uh, he had 2,600 rushing yards, which is, wait, wait. Oh, wait, their career. I thought that was a season. I was about to say. Still. 2,600 rushing yards, uh, career, 40 rushing touchdowns, passed for 2,500 and had 18 touchdowns. Um, he was trying to be the next Mike Vick. Yeah, 26-3, and 14-1 uh, and one record in state championship a senior year where he was named uh, Georgia Foray's Offensive Player of the Year the over st- Hall of Fame receiver Calvin Johnson. You know, the state championship probably helped in his his efforts to get that to get that done. I think so, but he, he then went on actually to go play uh, receiver at Miami University in Ohio. He was doing the uh, the Edelman route. Yep, yep, and graduated with a bachelor's in health and sports science. So, congrats, Sean. Good for you, Sean. Yeah, it's quite you. the feat you've got there. And yeah. now he's back in the Super Bowl. Yeah, hey, send you know and. Calvin never made a Super Bowl. Nope. I don't want to throw. Cha- I love. I love Megatron. Don't want to throw shade here. Sean is. Facts. Sean's just um, running it up. I'm, I'm rooting against Mr. McVeigh personally, although I am rooting for the city of L.A. Personally, honestly, and I'm in the camp of I hope everybody has fun. That is my official position. That being said, Bengals Super Bowl would be awesome. Super Bowl champs. It'd be cool. It'd be cool. Either it's one cool would be cool. Way. Yeah, cool I, I don't. I don't really have much don't, thought yeah, on it. No, either one. Would but be cool. what I do have a thought about. So Super Bowl ads. Obviously, it's, it's the adver- used to be the best part of it. It's, it's the advertising the mecca. You know what was my favorite commercial? Those that those fucking Skittles commercials used to be great, dude. Skittles in general are just great. I haven't seen a Skittles commercial dude, in a while. I, mean, I haven't had Skittles. Is in business in a bad? Long time. Or is business? Are they? Uh, I mean, how could business be? Are bad? they victims Skittles. of the supply chain crisis? So I would they, hope not. So they say. I got to get some Skittles. Which but you know, what do they really need to source to make Skittles? Right, sugar. It's basically just sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's like soda companies, right? You just need some serious access some, to some water, syrup. right? But but tell me about these commercials. Um, I heard one. I mean I don't know what you have. I just saw this. Is they sold out, um, obviously of all space at record numbers. So people are spending big big money this and, year. Well, that's the thing. Typically before the Super Bowl, things get leaked, mm. and brands recently have on have been releasing 
cuts of their commercials, pre-releasing cuts of their commercials on purpose as like teasers mm. or just like get, get hype a, about to, it. To, well, really what they're trying to do is get ahead of the leakers. No, basically. But this year, no leaks. Really? All these companies, tight-lipped. Air, airtight? Airtight, especially who apparently have been the biggest spenders, crypto companies. Apparently, this Super Bowl is going to be a crypto ad bomb fest, a, a, a blitzkrieg of crypto <laughs> ads. I mean, I, I could go on a rant about advertisements in general. I personally think it's mental warfare. Um, it, it, that's an exaggeration. But sometimes I'm like getting an ad and I'm like, wow, this company spent a lot of money to try to convince me to do something. It's just mostly how I think about it. That being said, um, it's it seems to be a natural. I mean, what's, what was the last Super Bowl? Um, Last year, crypto wasn't as big as it is now, and so maybe there was a, f- a Coinbase commercial. I don't even remember, but now I well, imagine it's going to be back. To, you're going to see Coinbase. You're going to see... Uh, Crypto.com, yeah. FTX. And, and um, probably a bunch of upstarts. Probably a bunch of other ones that we don't even know. NFT companies. Yeah. Um, they can be all over the place. Like Web3 Well, because apparently, apparently um, FTX is their whole big thing. It's tight-lipped. Nobody really knows, but they're trying to give away like tens of millions of dollars in free crypto. Not so tight-lipped if the boys over at real time figured it out. Well, you know, we're, we're early yeah. on that stuff. I mean, I, I believe it. I, I think the ROI on Super Bowl commercials must be massive uh, or else people wouldn't do it. Um, obviously, Dude, can it really be massive? Well, I think it's more of an – it must be. I mean, I don't know, but it must be an awareness well, game to an extent. Here's my two cents on it. If you have enough money to be advertising in the Super Bowl – it's not an ROI game for you. Mm-hmm. It's strictly we have this massive marketing budget and a company with the, our size and our marketing budget has to advertise during the Super Bowl or we are losing that game. No, yeah, that's actually, a, I mean, you're the, you're the marketing whiz. That's a good way to put it. If, if anything, I think it becomes a piece of like, look how much money we can spend. Like we're a brand at this tier. You yeah, it's I mean? like you've, you've gotten to that level where you can, should, and are expected to do a Super Bowl commercial. Hmm. You're, you're up there with beer, Coke. Yeah. Um, that's honestly kind of a cool milestone to get yeah, to as a company it, if you really think about it. Yeah. I mean, but also there's, there's uh, the piece about how people never forget about these commercials. Or if a commercial is so good that it becomes memorable. Yeah. It's um, like or, a cultural moment almost. Yeah. And I mean, the crypto commercial, I think it's crypto.com, the commercial where they have like Matt Damon walking down what appears to be like some sort of spaceship. No clue what's supposed to be going on well, with that. but. Um, FTX is the one that has like all the celebrities on board. Mm-hmm. Um, like I bet Brady will be in their commercial. Brady's going to be in a ton of commercials. I'm calling that right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was about to say something else. I wonder what other types of companies will. Because if you think about it, dude, there's um, usually a lot of random ones. This what the last Super Bowl was in February of 21, obviously, which is much different pre-vaccine. Where was it actually? Vaccine. Were we still in school February? 20? Yeah, dude. Oh my god. It's like that's a year long, ago that's today. That's a long time ago. Um, completely different world in terms of uh, everything, but mostly just like tech, business, whatever. There's going to be a lot of companies. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised to see like an Instacart commercial. Um, like I guess Peloton's in the dumps, but um, some of these like Peloton did an ad last year. They clearly can't afford it this year. No, that, that's almost a worse stamp to, it's to like yeah. to be to have done it once and never do it and again. Then you, that's like the 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 ant. Like whatever you did, like was cursed. It, yeah. it turned your company the other way. Yeah. Um, I expect to see maybe like a lot of Oculus and Meta spending. Uh, maybe Snap. I I'm just I really because I think it was two years ago. A lot of companies like Google and Amazon, they went like the sad route. Oh, like when, the, when the like, world was po- like 
uh, in like, I mean, we're still in the pandemic, but when it was like fresh or even like, no, I think even before that, like I remember two years ago. Yeah. It had, it was like February, February of 20, like the Super Bowl right before the pandemic. It was a Google one about like a grandfather who couldn't remember anything, but he used his Google device and just spoke into it, so he had like these these memories that were tangible. I was like tearjerker, like come on, well, it's a Super Bowl. Well, you know, it's actually funny you mentioned that because it does seem like the wearable space to an extent, the way that they're marketing is towards like those interesting use cases. I guess you could say because when I think wearables on the surface, you probably think uh, exercise metrics and I mean, in, in a way, time or being able to do certain things on your phone so, or your watch. Or you're not always on your phone. But have you seen these like Apple Watch commercials that are about like calling for emergency help? Yeah, those are sad too. Yeah, it's like I was in a Apple car or- that was drowning and yeah, was filled with water. Terrible. And the reason I was saved is because I talked to my Apple Watch, which honestly probably shit, gets to a lot of people. No, though. I mean, I was thinking, I was like, damn, like. It's kind of cool. It's probably a great reason to have one yeah. of these things. Um, also, Apple Watch is really cool because you can do Apple Pay on them. Pretty cool. You know, you can just. I think that whole. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I'm. I don't know where I fall in terms of consumer behaviors. I'm certainly not necessarily an early adopter. I certainly pay attention to things early, but I probably, if anything, get things late. I literally just got AirPods and I didn't even buy them. Um, but in case of like those smartwatches, there's probably a nice smartwatch for like fifty bucks. On Amazon from some unknown brand that does most of the stuff you'd need on it anyway. But I might have to experiment with one of those. But it's not going to connect to your phone and your earbuds. They, they can screw off with that. Um, but it, that's how they get you. But um, I was going to say one more thing. Commercials? Dude, I'm like blanking. Commercials. Huh. Oh, well. But um, actually, you, you brought up something that um, um, fucking com- ads that like convince you to do things. How that's like rare. I got sucked in by a um, like just a, an ad the other day. As hard as I ever have, it was, was, it, it, the, it was for that app. I know this app, Headway. Oh, you kind of explained that to me, dude. But is, it's one of those things that they condense content down to like yeah, they sucked me size. in because basically what it is, it's like I'm a person who I like to try and read lots of books, but I have this horrible habit of like starting a book. And then, like, getting really excited about that book, getting, like, halfway through, three-quarters of the way through, and then another book comes up that I'm really excited about, and I start reading that one. It's, like, an endless cycle. So this thing, Headway, they basically take, they, like, go take, bring you through this onboarding, have you select, like, your preferences, like, productivity, management, marketing, whatever. It can be anything. Well, that's a notion really. for me now. I think I'm really, uh, us in general, I think we're trying to get into the productivity game. Well, dude, you can even, it can even be like health and fitness, basically whatever interests you. And then they like and every. Who, who creates these, just so I can understand, is it like content somebody made? Yeah, so it's all content made by this company, Headway. Oh, they make all the yeah, content. Yeah, and oh, okay, it, okay. they just give you these 15 to 20 minute summaries with all the. It's like of a set books. of books. And you can either read it or do audio. There's another, there's another app like that that I just deleted off my phone. Um, but I like kind of played around with it. And what they do, it's similar. They just take books. And they turn them into like visual things that don't yeah. take you long to it's read. It's just like a, a new way of like learning. I don't know. But that it's says cool. something about people's attention spans, though. No, I mean, if anything, I, I just like the audio mm-hmm. because it's like kind of like a podcast, I yeah. guess, and it's like more relevant to me. But I, no, it's definitely cool. I I, th- I was telling you how I might get on YouTube Red, but I think I might actually also get on Audible, to be honest. Because to your point, that's like, Amazon's book thing, right? Yeah, because I'm always on the move and I've never really done audiobooks, but it probably is a way to just be like, I mean, if you always like, listening to stuff. If you like podcasts, you would probably like audiobooks. Yeah, seriously. Um, but 
Uh, I guess in other football news, to, to bring it back to um, sports, uh, unless you have anything else about the Super Bowl commercials, I actually think what we should do is, um, well, this is what I will personally do, because I will be watching the Super Bowl, obviously. I'm going to make note, because I, I don't... We should rank them. Yeah, I, I don't typically like care too much for the commercials, but I think I will rank them this year. Well, it's year. tough, because we got to do the, the contest. Yeah, but I guess usually, well, you know, we could... Make quick notes. I mean, the commercials are always long too. Like they are some, long, sometimes, yeah. well, the the you know what the real mark of a good company is, or not good company, a good mark of a company that spends a shit ton on the Super Bowl is when they have multiple ads that tell like a long form story, like a story throughout yeah, a half. They, Bud Light like, oh was always great God. at that. Yeah, that's how you remember those ones. No, hundred percent. But what I want to talk about in the football world um, is uh, the Pro Bowl. Oh, how could we forget the damn Pro Bowl? Yeah, so what are your thoughts on it? Obviously, um, a lot of people think it's terrible. Yeah, it sucked. But, you know, it's it's a fun idea, I guess. It's a, it's a fun idea, and I understand why the players don't take it seriously, but if you're going to have them suit up in pads and they're just going to play two-hand touch, just have them play flag football. I think that would be more entertaining. No, actually, I agree with you 100%. The, the two-hand touch thing is, is hilarious because... I mean, it's not officially two-hand touch, but, but the refs are blowing the whistle after guys just get touched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree with you about the seven-on-seven seven, or like some sort of flag football. I think it could have, like, in terms of ways that it could be better, I think this idea of maybe drafted teams, um, like kind of like how the NBA does this thing now at the All-Star Game where they have captains. Like, pick yeah. a few captains, draft a team, do a bracket-style tournament. That could be fun if it's flagged to some extent. Because um, at the end of the day, like, y the game doesn't hold as much weight of, like, um, you know, who you have a you as a fan have a stake in who wins. The players don't really have it. It's not like there's home field advantage on the line, and none of them are in the freaking Super Bowl anyway. So here, here's what I think about it. I think the fun of an all-star game at its core is, like, it's like the, 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 the video game part of it where, like, you get to see players play together that would probably never really play together. Mm -hmm. And, like, obviously the NBA doesn't really have that problem anymore. Guys are jumping shit and playing with whoever they want. But, yeah. like, a, team, a place like a, a sport like football, it's cool to see, you know, um, fucking, I don't know, Pat Mahomes throw to... Um, like, I'm blanket... Gronk or and whatever should, And that should be. be the whole... Like, to me, they should make it less about a game and just do a bunch of events that are stuff like that. Like I maybe just I just make it see, about the players. Yeah. I want to see one on ones, like receivers versus corners. That's something have that they would play, probably be interested like, in. Did you ever play like interception yeah. as a kid? Just have them go out there and like, yeah, like you said, run routes yeah. one on one or whatever. Um on, on top of that, I actually because I was thinking so much about it. Um, and, and a lot of people on Twitter also had a bunch of great ideas as well. Um but for the seven on seven, it should be out of position. You yeah, should be forced be to play a position that you don't regularly play. I want to see uh, Jalen Ramsey running routes because that that at the core of it is fun, right? Dude, or at seven or on seven. Oh, go ahead. Like th put a put a lineman at quarterback. Yeah. Let linemen run routes. Yeah. Like why are these linemen just showing up there to block to like lightly tap fun. guys yeah. when nobody's really rushing the passer? Um, you know. I want to see skills events like furthest pass, furthest kick. Yeah, they got to bring that stuff back. They kind of did it this ba year, but fastest players. Yeah, they kind of do stuff like that. I mean, they raced, right? But that wasn't was that the Pro that Bowl? was like unofficial. Was like, yeah. um, but um, dude, but one thing about the Pro Bowl one, I can't believe Mac Jones was a Pro Bowler. Obviously, a Pats fan. It was cool to see him there, but him being there made me like him less because he was like mic'd up. He was doing all this like stupid shit. Like you're just Tom, a cynic. Brady, Tom Brady never would have done that, man. Hey, it's a new era in in uh, New England, man. I guess. Um, you know what I th think they else 
what else I think they should have? Pie eating contest. Really? Yeah. Unofficial, of course. It'd be funny if they did like a... I know that they do the skills challenge, but it'd almost be fun if they did like a combine. Yeah. Include the mascots. Yeah, like, yeah, the ma- mascot. Yeah, the mascot <laughs> obstacle course. Yeah, dude, like, like they have a cool stuff that's fun. Why can't they be fun? Like, these guys always wear helmets. Yeah. Just take the helmets off for a weekend. Let them have some fun, Before show their they personalities. Go, don't they do it in, like, Hawaii? Anyway? Oh, it's always in some tropical warm. location. Yeah. I mean, this year it was in Vegas. It's Sometimes it's in Arizona, that's Miami. That's a place we got to go out to, man. Vegas? Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii, yeah. yeah. Um, or, and then this is my, my final suggestion, is if they insist... Because you can do the whole seven-on-seven seven thing as a separate event, whatever. But if you insist on hosting this game of football, make it, like, practice squad players or something. Like, people who are in the NFL ecosystem and don't typically get a chance to shine, let them play a game. Eh, uh, I disagree with that one. Really? You don't, you who watch who would want to watch that? I mean, if I'm just saying, if they're insisting on I wouldn't per- say I would personally watch it. But for all you know, there could be some names on there that are quite notable. I mean... If anything, dude, bring up, uh, have the college senior bowl the same weekend as the pro bowl. Bring those kids up. Have them toss the rock around The NCAA and the NFL can conveniently have it in the same location. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know what we have to talk about before we we finish up? Um, So Antonio Brown. AB. He is apparently the president of Dawn to Sports. Okay, I like the re- that was a quick rebrand. Yeah, so nowadays people don't stay in one career very long. No, he's he's a mogul. <laughs> um, but so he's the president of Donda Sports, and Donda Sports. I don't know how much of Antonio Brown's actual money went into this, mm. but they purchased the owner's suite at the Super Bowl tax write off. Potentially that, but you know they're they're bringing in some kids as they to, should uh, to see the big game. But the the owner's suite at SoFi Stadium, eighteen. Okay. So 18 people in the owner's suite at SoFi Stadium uh, and the tickets to go down to field level, $2.2 million. All that combined? Yeah. Wow. Before food. Before, well, but food I, included, I imagine hopefully. it's included, but you yeah. never know. If you get a suite, they better be bringing everything. That's not, dude. I can't wait the, the real-time suite oh, at man. Fenway Park well, or TD. Cause the, the bar I was at, sometimes people would host private parties, and they got mad food. So if they can have private... Uh, parties with food at a bar. The Super Bowl suites better be like top tier. Well, one time when I was in high school, uh, one of my buddies like won a raffle for a, a Red Sox, um, either Pavilion Club level or Dell. We had the whole suite, free food. It's dope, dude. Free food hits th- different. Oh, it's so oh good. Oh my god, it's damn good. Yeah, but yeah, I guess AB is now a, a businessman. And so obviously, this has something to do with Kanye. Not clear about the well, relation. Donda, Donda obviously yeah. is his new album and his mom's name. Yeah, yeah. so I imagine. I, and I, they've I been hanging out together lately. Have you seen? He's no, been, I haven't. Been spending a lot of time together. Well, that's probably where that relationship AB started. And AB I mean, and you know, Kanye. Okay, fuck, I don't have my phone. Will you look up what Donda Sports actually is all about? Yeah, yeah, but they've been uh, they, the videos of them together are so funny. It's just like them together, and somebody well, recording it, and there's no there's no words, there's no context, there's just people hanging out. <laughs> it's like a good old fashioned hang around. But dude, not to say um, I'm not anti Kanye, but I did recently listen to a lengthy podcast about the business of Taylor Swift, mm. and I didn't realize her and Kanye had such beef. Well, wasn't that the thing when he, you know, he came on stage? He came on stage and he insulted Taylor. That was you know for an the, award she won, and she, she basically she won an award for a video in country music. And Kanye, he was drunk. He thought that was the last award of the night. 
Meanwhile, Beyonce would go on to actually win the award for best video. You know, my my uh, household was an award watching household. You know, my mom really enjoyed those things. Obviously, I no longer watch them. But do they make TV like that anymore? Like, I feel like award shows just aren't worth watching. Award shows are actually up there with sports in terms of like the one, the like the key things that people actually keep cable for. Huh. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's funny because uh, every now and then you'll see, especially like when the year anniversary of that event comes around, you see like. Uh, um, pictures of Kanye or videos of Kanye on the red carpet before the event. He's just drinking Henny. And it's like, you, you could have probably imagined something uh, of note would occur this evening. No, you know, Kanye, Kanye's a funny guy. Fit. And then, um, poor Taylor, she was like 20 years old at the time. She didn't really know what to do. But then, uh, in one of Kanye's songs, he had that line where he roasts Taylor Swift. Mm. Um, and then, the funny part, not funny, I guess, but Kanye's old manager, I forget his name, when Taylor Swift's entire library went up for auction, Kanye's ex-manager bought it, and then Taylor was like, no, this guy can't own my music, so she re-recorded it all, so oh, that she owned the rights. But, well, I, I knew that happened, but it's because Kanye's old manager bought it all? Yeah. That's she was she e- evil villain she shit was right like, there. Why I do not do She was like, I don't want my music associated with this guy who approved Kanye to say that lyric in his song, so I'm going to devalue his $300 million investment. Wow. Well, shout out to Taylor. No, she's huh? kind of a ball. You know, she's worth like 600 mil. She's also the, I highly recommend this, you listen to this Acquired episode, but she is the 31st um, most listened to artist of all time. And she's the only one of those top 50 that started her career before 22, the year two, or at, that started her career after the year 2000. Really? Wow. So she's going to be generational. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And she has 200 million followers on Instagram. That that's is up there so with many people, players. dude. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean uh, that's damn near the adult population of this country. Maybe I'm just not on Instagram and I don't follow these hyper-famous people, but I've never seen anybody with that many followers. I know the Kardashians have more, but... I guess I never really have looked at She's the 14th followers. most followed on, yeah. on Instagram. Well, I guess the stuff about Donda Sports, you pretty much nailed it. Yeah, just, you know, they, they put up a picture of the $2 million invoice and their multiple VIP passes. But he said it's for the kids. AP said it's for the kids. No, it is for the kids. Um, they're hosting community events this weekend. They're inviting kids and their family to the game. Uh, and I, you know, I'm all for the kids. Who I really isn't? Am. Who isn't? Um, the, the NFL Super Bowl tickets, obviously, we talked about last episode, are just egregious, which I understand, right? It's a, it's a market. But at the very least, the kids won't forget it. So shout out yep. AB. That's a good note to end on. Yeah. Right. Think about the kids, and we'll next episode uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about Super Bowl commercials. But for those of you who uh, will be watching the Super Bowl, I presume probably most of you, let us know um, you know what commercial stood out to you. If you've made it to the end, yeah. If you made it to the <laughs> end, <laughs> thanks everybody. Can't stop